you are now listening to the I Should Have Captain podcast. It is time for Game Week 11, and I intend to captain Mo Salah. for game week 11 and it is time to set up our teams keep in mind for game week 11 the game week starts on the friday with the first game being southampton against aston villa that one is going to be an interesting one aston villa currently the worst defensive team in the last four games so aston villa seems to be shaking at the back even with martinez mings and everybody available uh, they've also got a red card from konza so konza will not be available for this coming game so it'll be interesting to see how Aston Villa handle this one going forward. Of course, Livermento is a good one to start here, if you want to consider him. Um, it'll be something interesting on that game week. Um, of course, Southampton also in attack seem to have a conflict between Broha, who is now available, Adam Armstrong, who seems to be rotating with him, and Shea Adams, who scored last week. So Shea Adams potentially gets to keep his place, but um, Broha being back now brings a contest between himself and Adam Armstrong. I'd be curious to see who they start with going forward and we'll see uh, what they decide to do. Uh, quickly, let's just get through captaincy choices. So instead of the captaincy choices, of course, you've got um, Mo Salah against West Ham. You've got Foden against United. I think could be an interesting one. Kane against Everton simply because he has had double digits returned against Everton in the last three times he has been to Goodison Park. So. Uh, Hurricane could be an interesting one. Now, of course, with a new coach in Conte, which we'll get to shortly, uh, Hurricane could be an interesting option. He could be resurrected by Antonio Conte. Alternatives would be James against Burnley, uh, Emil Smith Rowe for me against Watford, and Tony against Norris. So those would be my alternatives in terms of captaincy options if you're looking out for this coming game week. All right, uh, now let's get into the games this coming game week. Of course, we already talked about Southampton against Aston Villa, the early game on the Friday. Then on the weekend, you've got the big one, United against Manchester City. Um, Ronaldo has been bailing out, and I believe the stat is now he has 50% of the goals or at least goal involvement since he has returned back to United. So Ronaldo is very much carrying that team. Manchester City, of course, being a much better team overall in terms of how they play without a recognizable striker. Imagine if Ronaldo went to City as expected. That would have been just a madness considering this man is doing this at 36. Anyways, uh, Brentford against Norwich. I think Norwich are currently, and we can all agree, the worst team in the Premier League at this time. Brentford, of course, being the darlings and everyone is supporting them and hoping that they, you know, spur on to keep winning. Quick thing I want to mention here, Mbwemo is back and available. So that means he and Tony will be back up there against that Norwich defense that's been just very, very porous. Chelsea against Burnley. Um, Chelsea have been scoring goals for fun recently. Of course, they only scored the one in the Champions League game, but really didn't mean much considering they play a lot of their starters anyways, especially in defense. So with the return of Rich James and Ben Chilwell, hopefully into the starting lineup, I suspect that Chelsea will be back scoring again. One thing I want to mention on the Burnley side, Maxwell Corney has also been in rich vein of form. Uh, he has, I believe he's scored in back-to-back -back games now. So something to be aware of there. Burnley now seem to have a potential attacking threat going forward. Could Chelsea lose their clean sheets? Very possible. I have two Chelsea defenders and I'm going to stick with them. I think Burnley don't have enough to score against one of the best defenses in Europe, but we'll see. Uh, Burnley have recently picked up form in terms of scoring in front of goal. 
Crystal Palace against Wolves is the next game on the Saturday. Of course, again, I really do think um, Palace um, have just significantly improved under Vieira, and I think they take this game. Um, they play Wolves, who have also been in decent form themselves, but really Palace just seem to me, with Vieira at the helm, a much better team going forward. Brighton play Newcastle. Uh, Newcastle are going to have Eddie Howe as their new manager going forward, it seems. There's a deal in principle uh, with Eddie Howe, so that could happen very soon. But I think Brighton takes the game until uh, Eddie Howe comes in and changes things at Newcastle. On the Sunday, you've got Arsenal against Watford. Uh, Arsenal, just in much better vein of form since their three losses at the beginning of the season. And it appears that, um, and good thing I didn't put money on it, but Atessa did not lose his job. It seems that the Arsenal hierarchy have unbelievable faith in the man. And I guess it's signs to be dividends if you think about it that way. So it is what it is. On the flip side, Spurs have now joined the manager roulette and have brought in Antonio Conte. So now they have a new manager going into the Everton game. Um, and of course, Everton have a lot of injuries, which we'll still get to shortly in the injury report. But um, Everton do not look to be themselves anymore, especially without Ab- Abdullahi Dakure available. They just don't look the same, don't play the same. And can't seem to muster up anything without Calvert-Lewin up front either. So Everton just look abysmal and ripe for the taking with Antonio Conte with a new manager bounce available to him. All right, Leeds play Leicester. Leeds against Leicester. I think this one is going to be a high-scoring affair. I think both teams are currently not. Again, funny enough, the stats say in the last four, they're not bad defensively for, for both sides, Leeds and Leicester. But in terms of the way they play, they both are very direct. Um, it's not a lot of build-up plays, just straight at it, back and forth. And so we'll see. I think this one's a high-scoring affair. I really hope it is because I have both Vardy and Rafinha. And so I'm hoping for points on both. I don't want any clean sheets in this game. It's not useful to anybody. And last game of the game week, of course, the big one with Mo Salah uh, playing Liverpool against uh, West Ham. So that one is the last game of the game week. We fully expect that West Ham will show up the same way they showed up in the Europa League game today, where, you know, they scored Ben Rama scoring twice. And we'll hope that, you know, they show up with their scoring boots again. And on the Liverpool side, I really do not want a Liverpool clean sheets because everybody has seems to have Trent Alexander-Arnold and I'm very, very worried. All right, so let's get into it. Uh, the injury report in terms of players who are injured, and obviously we'll go by team from uh, top to bottom quickly. Um, Arsenal, in terms of their injuries, only Granite Xhaka is injured. It appears Kearney could be back. Um, the report goes, um, he's still in pain and he's not comfortable. This was October 30th. Um, so he should be available for the coming weekend. Again, October 30th was the last time we heard anything about Kieran Tierney. And the official statement was he didn't train with the team yesterday. So that was before the previous game against Leicester. So now he should be available and the potential return date says uh, November the 7th. So that puts him firmly in contention for the Arsenal game. Aston Villa. Uh, Danny Ings is out. Ruled out. He seems to have COVID. So Ings is still gone. Uh, Douglas Luiz has a hamstring strain. Konsa has been suspended, of course, with his red card in the last game. Uh, Sanson is back. Uh, Jacob Ramsey seems to be back. Uh, Bertrand Traore still ruled out as well. So not a lot going on there, but obviously Konsa being out is a big one. So it will potentially be uh, Hawes and Mings in defense in front of Martinez. On the Brentford side, Visa still injured. Sorensen ruled out. David Raya, as we talked about, already ruled out. Um, Aya still ruled out as well and uh, a couple of other players Joshua Da Silva and Shandon Baptiste ruled out on the right hand side Steven Elzate ruled out 
Dan Byrne has a leg fitness test. Uh, he's not definitely out. We'll see how he is. That was a quote from Dan Byrne, uh, about Dan Byrne, sorry. Aaron Connolly is back and available. He had a heel injury, seems to be back. Danny Welbeck still ruled out. On the Burnley side, um, Aaron Lennon is having a late fitness test, so he might be available. Dale Stevens ruled out. On the Chelsea side, Romelu Lukaku and Timo Werner are both expected to be back after the international break. So that's where they're expected to be back. Um, so he should be available after the international break, but not for the coming Burnley game. Uh, Kovacic also rolled out. Um, and it says, I think the quote on him was, you know, he was injured in the last minute of training. So he may be out until the international break as well. Um, Mason Mount seems to be available. Uh, he's just ill. So was the last quote on him. So he should be fine and available. It's a 50-50, but Mason Mount should be available. On the Crystal Palace side, uh, Ebi Ritchie is a... Yay. Uh, he's just lacking match fitness, so he seems to be back. I can't wait to see him playing with the new look Crystal Palace. It'll be amazing with him, Conor Gallagher, Zaha, Benteke in a new... Oh, I'm just so excited for this guy, man. Can't wait to see him back in that uniform for Crystal Palace. And let's see what he's like under Patrick Vieira. Anyways, I'm excited to see him. Will Hughes is currently at 25%. He has a back injury. And Nathan Ferguson is rolled out. On the Everton side, Dakure is still rolled out. It is expected that he'll be back after the international break. So no expectation that he'll be back anytime soon. Um, Calvert-Lewin as well, expected after the international break. Uh, Luca Dean, uh, last note on him was, with Dean, we'll see how he prepare, how he prepares. <laughs> Sorry, excuse me there. With Dean, we will see how he prepares. He was uncomfortable for the last game, so he didn't play. So he might be available for the next one. Andre Gomez is also at 25%. Uh, expected to be available, but no news on him being definite. Yerimina is ruled out. Uh, Leeds, Luke Ayling ruled out, Patrick Bamford ruled out, and Robin Koch still has at least one more month to go, so he is also ruled out. Leicester side, uh, Wesley Fofana still ruled out, not expected till 2022, so let's obviously just look at that. Um, Mark Albrighton is currently ruled out. Um, the note goes off, of course, Mark Albrighton had a horrendous challenge in the game against Moscow. He's probably out two or three weeks, so that's Albrighton's side. James Justin has started training, so he'll be back shortly. He's expected after the international break. So James Justin will be firmly back, someone to look out for. Uh, Ricardo Pereira should be fine for the weekend. That was the last note on Pereira. So currently at 50-50, but he should be back for the weekend. Should be fine. That was a quote on him. Uh, James Madison. Um, the last one, I mean, they've been down for a few days. They're coming around. If they're not back for tomorrow, they'll be back for the weekend. So that was Madison and Pereira, both in the same quote, as well as Harvey Barnes. So 50-50 for James Madison, Harvey Barnes, and Ricardo Pereira. So all should be fine for the weekend. Liverpool. Um, James Milner <laughs> rolled out. Uh, Curtis Jones, 50-50. Uh, he had an eye injury, so that's the last one on him. Um, Nabiketa had a hamstring injury, so he's currently ruled out. Firmino had a hamstring injury, unfortunately, in the um, Champions League game, so he is ruled out as well. Um, Joe Gomez had a calf injury, so he is currently being assessed, but most likely ruled out. And Javier Elliott, of course, with the bad injury, is ruled out with no return date anytime soon. Ferran Torres um, is expected in 2022, so he is ruled out. Laporte had the red card, so he is ruled out. Uh, Liam Delap is also ruled out. Of course, you've got Benjamin Wendy in his situation, so we'll not talk about that. And Kyle Walker is also um, 
currently at 50-50. So he's being assessed most likely not to make the game against Manchester United. So he'll potentially be back after the international break, but he's expected to be rolled out for the United game. Expected. On the United side, of course, speaking of United, Rafael Varane is ruled out. So he sustained a hamstring injury. So he's going to be out for about a month. So Varane will be back until about December. Paul Pogba with a red card ruled out. Uh, Lindelof has a knock. So that puts City firmly in position to take advantage of a poor United defense. Newcastle, Elliot, uh, Elliot, uh, let's see, sorry. Elliot Anderson ruled out. <laughs> Paul Dummett ruled out and Freddie Woodman with a 50-50 injury. Uh, 50% likelihood of playing, but most likely won't play anyways because Dubravka and um, the other goalkeeper are back and available. So uh, Darlow is what I was thinking of. Norwich have Ben Gibson, who is suspended, so he will not play. Todd Cantwell, uh, currently at 50-50. Uh, Sam Byram is ruled out and Zimmerman ruled out. Southampton, Armando Broja, everyone is back and available. So Broja is um, available for the weekend. Jennifer was had a knock, but he's back and available. Jack Stevens is the only one who had a long-term injury. So he is uh, the only one who remains on the injury list for Southampton. Everybody else is back and available. On the Tottenham side, um, Sessegnon is still the only one who seems to be ruled out and Brian Hill. So both of them seem to be ruled out at this time. Watford have Peter Etebo, I said Peter, Peter Etebo, who is still uh, ruled out to be back in 2022. So he had a surgery on a tear in his quad. So Peter Etebo is out for a long time. Uh, Sierra Elta still at 50-50. Uh, Kiko Femenia at 50-50. Emmanuel Dennis is expected to be back after his suspension. Uh, Christian Cabaselli is ruled out and Kensema ruled out. Last team on our list. Marcel seems to be available. So he's currently listed at 25%, uh, but he should be back. Um, he no longer has any, has any status in terms of his expected return date, so he should be back for the game. We'll see how he returns, whether he returns at all. Johnny Otto ruled out. Pedro Neto ruled out. Uh, Mosquera ruled out. And Hugo Bueno ruled out. So that is your injury report in terms of all the players who are injured. Not a lot of players who people potentially have in FBL, uh, but really... Uh, it's something to look forward to when you don't have um, unexpected injuries um, going into a game week. All right. Now, in terms of players who have gone up and down this past week, something for you to be aware of as you keep track of value of your players. In terms of people who went up twice, the only player who went up twice this game week, James uh, from Chelsea. So Rich James went up. He's now priced at 5.8. Emil Smith-Rowe is priced at 5.6, most likely going to rise to 5.7. Conor Gallagher at 5.7. Chilwell now priced at 6.0. Wow. Uh, <laughs> Aaron Ramsdale priced at 4.7. Rudiger priced at 5.9. Huang Hee Chan priced at 5.8. Livermento is now up to 4.5. Still affordable, but he has now fully left his 4.0 price range, which was mightily wonderful. Uh, Tony priced at 6.6, which could potentially rise going into the game week. Human Son priced at 10.2, could also potentially rise. Jimenez at 7.6, could potentially rise. And of course, Mohamed Salah at 12.9, could also potentially rise as well. In terms of players who are potentially going to drop, going the other way, Damari Gray at 5.8, um, Kevin De Bruyne at 12.0, Ben Rama at 6.5, 
Melier at 5.0 and Ben Mee at 4.9, all at risk of dropping going into the game week. So something to keep in mind uh, as you make your purchasing decisions. In terms of players to consider uh, in terms of teams where they come from, we're going to look quickly at the next four. Now, keep in mind, after game week 11, it is the international break. So we have another two weeks again before game week 12 comes along. So you want to be careful in terms of your purchasing decisions if you have a wild card. After game week 11, it might be worth considering. So um, these, are a, these are a bunch of places where you can look at. Now, obviously we know game week 11, so we'll just sort of ignore that. If we ignore game week 11, in the next five between game week 12 and game week 16, the teams to look out for, Tottenham, they've got Leeds, Burnley, Brentford, Norwich. So that's a nice run of games for Tottenham if you want to consider them uh, for purchasing with your wildcard or just in general buying players. So Tottenham is going to be a nice place. You've got obviously the human son, you've got Harry Kane if, you have, if you're that rich. And of course, Lucas Moura. He seems to be part of a forward three with human son. Obviously scored in the Europa Conference game tonight. So you might be careful. Um, just watch out for him and see how he performs in the Everton game. I think he might be a sneaky punt uh, in that forward line, especially if they're going to play front three, Kane, Son and Lucas Moura. So that would be where I would look next. Now, you've also got Burnley, who've got Crystal Palace, Tottenham, Wolves, and Newcastle in the next four. You've then got Leeds, who play Tottenham, Brighton, Crystal Palace, and Brentford. And, of course, Crystal Palace themselves have a decent run with Burnley, Aston Villa, Leeds, and, of course, the big one, they're being united. But Crystal Palace have already beaten the best team in the land in Manchester City, so I don't think United will be that difficult for them. Of course, we do have to mention Norwich themselves. We just have to mention it just for the sake of it, but I suspect no one is going to buy from them. So they've got Southampton, Wolves, Newcastle, and Tottenham. So those are places you might want to consider in terms of you know making a purchasing decision. I believe we already talked about Burnley uh, and obviously Aston Villa, the only other one that might be worth looking at. But unfortunately, they're in a poor run right now of form. So I would not recommend going that far. I think that's a stretch in my opinion. Um, Aston Villa, they've got Brighton, Crystal Palace, Man City, and Leicester. So those would be them. Now, if Aston Villa were in the same run of form as last season, then that could be worth exploiting. But unfortunately, they are not playing very well at this moment. Um, and it just seems unfortunate. The only other team maybe, again, to consider, Brighton as well. Aston Villa leads West Ham and Southampton. So if that sways your purchasing decisions one way or the other, it's something to think about. Um, with that, ladies and gentlemen, as you go into game week 11, uh, just a reminder, most likely captain is going to be Salah. But other options, Foden, Kane, James from against uh, against Burnley from Chelsea, and Emil Smith-Rowe against West Ham. Sorry, I said West Ham. Against Watford, Tottenham. Against, uh, why do I keep missing them now? Let's do that one more time. Uh, James against Burnley. Emil Smith-Rowe against Watford, Ivan Tony against Norwich. With that, ladies and gentlemen, may your arrows continue to be green. Let's go forward and I'll catch you on the other side of Game of 11. Goodbye.